Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneke Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. As an entrepreneur, you have to be okay with failure. If you're not failing, you're likely not pushing yourself hard enough. Alexa Von Tobel. Greetings, my peak performers. Welcome to episode 103 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I'm Henneke Watkins Porto. My guest today is Dr. Roshana Novelos, the founder and CEO of Enrich Her, which is a financial technology platform fueling the growth of women led businesses. Enrich Her enables female founders to secure $30,000 to $70,000 of capital in an affordable way. Today, we're going to be talking about securing funding for women-owned startup businesses, the do's and the don'ts. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Entrepreneurial You podcast, Dr. Novelos. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here on your show. Absolutely. So we are going to be talking, as I mentioned, about, you know, funding for women-owned startups. But before I get into that, do you know anything about Jamaican culture? A little bit. My best friend is from Jamaica. So uh, I often spend time, you know, at his house doing the meals and, you know, just spending time with the whole family because Jamaican culture is typically very family-oriented. So... Yes, it is. You know what? I'm finding out that Jamaicans, that we make um, very good best friends because every time I ask that question, I have, you know, somebody telling me, well, not every time, but quite often somebody telling me, oh, my best friend is from Jamaica. Yeah, we make good best friends. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. We can count on you and you're loyal and yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 love people at our, at our core. We are quite friendly, you know. Um, wonderful people. All right, let's get into the meat of the matter. So, is securing funding for startups any different for women than it is for men? It is totally different for women than it is for men. And not in the way that you think. Clearly, you need to have the same plans for your money, um, the same financial statements and strategy. But you're not looked at in the same way as men by that decision maker. A lot of times that when people are deciding who to give funding to, they say, hey, I'm going to give funding to someone who reminds me of myself. And if that person it doesn't happen to be a woman, sometimes it's hard for them to understand um, your business or, or your problem. So for instance, one of my friends is the founder of Family Box, which is a company that creates organic tampons. And she pitched to a lot of male investors and they just didn't understand why it was a problem to have chemicals and tampons. And they just couldn't get the market, even though Clearly, women across the world, uh, you know, use this this product. So you have to kind of curtail your message uh, to the audience in a way that a lot of your our male counterparts don't have to. 
Mm, so clearly then, um, our societal upbringing, for one, um, you know, who we are naturally, um, you know, biologically or makeup, that has impact on whether or not we are funded, you know, our businesses are funded. Interesting. So what are some of the factors you talked about, you know, you gave that specific example, but as a woman that is seeking funding and you're having a certain you're seeking funding, what are some of the main factors to consider um, before you even venture out and, you know, start to pitch to investors? Well, you need to consider if you have uh, the right plan in place. So a lot of times um, they'll do additional due diligence on a woman-led company to make sure the team can carry out uh, the the mission or the use of the, the funds. Um, there's a good product market fit. Um, and these are things every company should do, but women especially need to make sure that all of their plans are together and that you have a pathway to to, to make money. But with everyone, I think you should uh, get money on your own terms. So even though uh, a financial institution, a bank or an investor might be looking for a particular uh, strategy to use your money, you should feel comfortable with your, in your own skin, with your own business strategy before you approach anybody about funding your business. I'm inclined to go back to the point you made earlier, you know, that men, um, very often persons support the like me, you know, um, that phenomena is very ripe in the decision making process, you know, whatever it is. And you made mention of the fact that, you know, um, more men, of course, you know, are in that role. So they're looking at people, they're looking to fund startups, fund businesses that are more inclined and aligned to who they are. How pervasive is that phenomena, even outside of the gender issue? Um, how pervasive is that even women to women seeking, you know, um, a, a woman startup seeking funding from another uh, female woman led business? It, it's, it's pervasive everywhere. And sometimes, unfortunately, women don't like to support one another. So there's that. Uh, I remember uh, my first pitch competition, which was a competition focused on how can we help women um, like have a, a more efficient life uh, as easy as possible. So there were two of us who presented a solution that were one woman focused. And then there was someone who didn't present a, a solution that was woman focused. And that person actually was selected as the winner. And, and that was in part because the women judges didn't want to support any of the women <laughs> who were pitching. Um, and so, so sometimes you have to deal with that, you know, but other times um, we are very, very supportive of one another. I have, uh, and Richard has a lot of women investors. We have a lot of uh, women on our team and mentors and advocates. So you can find um, those people. A lot of times you just have to focus on your why. Why are you doing this? Um, because you have to find those commonalities with different people. Um, and that's that's true no matter like what stage your business is and, and where you're located. 
I definitely want to hear some more about, you know, the Enricher initiative and we're going to have spent some time on that. But um, where are some of the places that we need to be looking for funding? Because it seems to be, I don't know, one of the most challenging things I hear, you know, startups talk about, um, you know, they can't seem to find an investor. I remember when I was a startup, it was that kind of a challenge as well. And we, you know, we can't, especially if you are in the Caribbean region, it's a lot more challenging than perhaps in the US or other developed countries. So where are some of the places that perhaps we need to be looking to identify sources of funding for, for women-owned startups in particular? Well, one way that um, I recommend is to apply to different pitch competitions, grants, and accelerator programs. And on the Enricher website, we have hundreds of them listed. So if anyone is looking for, for one of those. But a lot of times, investors actually come based on PR and exposure. So if you're able to pitch in front of a room of, you know, a hundred people, there might be someone in that room that can help you out. So strategically that has been really helpful, just being able to speak about your company and about your idea, whether it's in a pitch format or not. Also I always recommend if you go to conferences, like you research people who have an interest in your business area. And I'm speaking specifically about if you're looking for investment capital And if they're at a conference near you, you can go to that conference and try to reach out to them, schedule some time to see if they are in alignment with you. But it's hard. It's not really a there's not really a scientific process behind um, finding the perfect investors beyond doing research and and really going after the numbers game. Mm All right. So, of course, we want to get a little specific now and talk about the things that are not supposed to be done, you know, so what to do and what not to do. So let's talk about the don'ts first and then before we go into the do's. Yeah, don't send people all of the information about your company. It's easy to say, hey, here's my business plan. Here's my pitch deck. Here's my executive summary. Here's all this information. And this person doesn't even know you. So that's not really an effective way to to get anywhere, especially in this day and age when people don't like a lot of information. Also, don't show up at an investor's job or be too annoying. You have to be kind of um, persistent, but investors have told me the entrepreneurs showed up, you know, at dinner. They like were stalking them on Instagram, the entrepreneurs, and like showed up to find them and they're, you know, without an appointment. No one's going to give you any money or time if you are that kind of annoying. So you Mm -hmm. have to be, um, be assertive without being pushy. Yes, exactly. In terms of do's, be persistent. So one of the things that's worked well with me is that I send out an investor update email. So that email has, hey, here are the milestones that I've reached. Here's what's coming up on the horizon. You know, here's the latest press articles. And I send it to people who I think could be investors or partners or advocates. And over time, A lot of people on that list have said, hey, I'm ready to invest or, hey, I can help you now. So it's good to build that relationship with people before you need them because you don't want your first ask is to give me money. Right. But if people feel like, oh, I've I've known this person, I've been following them and they're doing a great job. That's fantastic. 
Also, just keep asking until you say no, until someone says no to you. Well, you might have to pester for a, a, a while. Like the average time can be two to three months between getting that, that investor capital that you're looking for. So just know that it's not going to be just a cut and dry transaction all the time and be okay with that. And I guess this is a don't. Don't take it personally because a lot of times the investment decision is not about you at all. It's about them. And so you can't control what anyone else thinks about themselves, right? So just don't take it personal. I think investors are driven pretty much by two things, two factors, fear and greed. So fear, fear that they're going to be losing their investment. Quite on the contrary, they are greedy. In fact, you know, in in a negative term, but, you know, greedy for wanting to get all they can out of their investment. So we have to, you know, I guess in seeking funding, be able to appeal to those drivers, those driving forces. Exactly. And so you talked about, you know, it, it can take a while. So intrinsic in what I'm hearing you saying is that it is about building relationships. So it's not about that first ask. Uh, you meet somebody pretty much akin to a date, right? You wouldn't go meet somebody for the first time. Well, I guess naturally, normally you don't meet somebody for the, for the, for the first time. And you know, you, you want to go and go and sleep with that person. No, you build a relationship until you get to that point. So it's pretty much like you're courting someone in a relationship. Exactly. All right. So I want to spend some time talking about your initiative and because we, I know we can learn from what you have built. Right. Talking about that and share what are some of the things that you do and how are you helping startups and um, just some key factors in in considering or wanting to secure investment. The goal of Enricher is to help women get funding to grow their businesses. And we do that in a variety of ways. So we have a funding platform. So that's the primary way. So women can apply to receive between 30000 and 70000 each for their business. And that money is available by uh, crowdfunding or direct loans. So definitely go check that out. In addition, we really believe that women love supportive ecosystems and communities because we need that help and support to make it through. And so we um, have events in different cities that have uh, successful entrepreneurs, investors, uh, wishpreneur all together. People love them because sometimes it's just hard to be around like-minded people who are going through the same thing. And that's our Enricher Spark initiative. And the last piece is Enricher Academy. And those are all of our educational courses that include topics like how to become investor ready. How do you craft your pitch? You know, how do you scale? How do you pick a team member? Um, And all the Enricher Academy um, courses are available in our online community, Enricher Society. But the goal of all three of these parts of Enricher is really to give all women entrepreneurs everything they need to be successful. So we say, let us fund you. Let us help you become successful and let us train you. Like, let us do, let us serve you as a woman entrepreneur who wants to be in charge of her own economic footprint. And that's our mission and that's our cause. And what are the particular industries that you 
focus or do you tend to focus on any particular industry? We focus on all industries because we believe that most of the focus is on high tech companies. And while tech companies are great, most women actually don't run tech companies. Most women have service businesses or product businesses. And so we've been able to get funding for those particular types of businesses. Our goal is just to remove the barriers. So we are industry agnostic. So if you need like an inventory loan, a product loan, cash flow loans, like we have all of those available on our platform. In terms of grant pitch competitions, we have offerings from fashion to healthcare to food, you know, so we really try to be um, inclusive of different opportunities that women want to pursue. And so what are the limitations? That sounds very interesting. What are the limitations, if any, in terms of location? Do you only cater to startups in the U.S. or it doesn't matter? Right now, we are limited to companies in the U.S. that have at least 25000 in revenue. But we do plan to expand in the future, but that we're just starting in the U.S. because that's where I am. And you have been doing this for how long? I started this company uh, about a year and a half ago, but I've been a full-time entrepreneur for eight years. So I've been able to leverage my experience running a financial consulting company, a yoga company to to help with this uh lending lending company so i'm really excited about that (laughs) right and so as a as as an entrepreneur supporting startups what have been your lessons learned in that this a little over a year that you've started what have been some of the lessons that you have learned and that you can impart to our peak performance community you know that quote from the the song back then they didn't know me but now they all on me (laughs) <laughs> so, so people support ebb and flows, right? So a lot of times people don't take you seriously when you're at the beginning, but once you show that you have sunset, you have work ethic, you have grit, then a lot of times the support comes. So again, don't really take that personally. You know, people, that's really the main thing. I've had team members leave and then come back and And now so many people want to work with me and I'm like, I'm the same person. Like what is, what's different now? So just the main thing is really not to take anything personally and, and really just follow your intuition and, and make sure you take time for self care in the pursuit of your dreams. Because whenever I'm stressed out, it's harder to close a sale, you know, it's harder to make money, but if I'm happy and peaceful, like it just comes to me. So just remembering that number one, you need to be peaceful and happy if you want to make your life easier. And it's not all about will. I have a lot of willpower, but it's not all about will. So just learning that, you know, there has to be a balance between your willpower and self-care and balance and not taking it personally. That's that. That's what I learned. You've said, of course, that, you know, right now you plan to expand, but right now you're focusing, the focus is on entrepreneur startups in the U.S., and you've also said that there's no limit to um, the type of industry. There's no restriction, but kind of give us a sense of the profile of the woman. Like, you know, is, it, is there a particular profile of the woman that would more likely than not access funding through Enrich Her? In terms of who's applied, we've had companies that had IT consulting companies, accounting. We've had technology, a bakery, food um, companies in the food industry. 
So uh, the real thing is not about industry. We focus on can you repay the loan? So what are your cash flows? So as long as you have enough money to pay us back, we are we'll be good to go. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right. Any final thoughts before we close? Get your contact information and you share um, whatever giveaway that you have. Any final thoughts coming from you? I just say like you are enough and you're worth it. So whenever times you know get hard, just remember remember that. You are enough. That is enough for us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell us how to get in touch with you. Yeah. So you can go directly to our website at iEnrichHer.com. So that's I-E-N-R-I-C-H-H-E-R.com. And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter at iEnrichHer. So right on our website, you can apply directly for the loans. We also have over 300 different opportunities for grants, fellowships, pitch competitions that are um, international. So just check us out. Absolutely. Okay. So those are international. You have other stuff that are not just um, the loan, but you also have like the pitch competitions perhaps or the grant. Oh, absolutely. That's great. All right. So thank you, Roshana. I have been talking with Dr. Roshana Novelis and what a great time we've had. She is the founder and the CEO of Enrich Her, of course, a financial technology platform that's fueling the growth of women-led businesses and more support for the women. You know, when we can get that, we say, yay, more power. So thank you so much, um, Rashano. Thank it you has so been much. my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for tuning in to this episode with Dr. Rashana Novelos. I look forward to connecting with you next week. As you know, it does take work to produce one 30-minute podcast episode, which is really a joy for me. Perhaps you're wondering if you could contribute to this work, and the answer is yes, a resounding yes. For as little as $2 per month, you can make a contribution to go a far way. So go to patreon.com slash T-E-Y, so that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash T-E-Y. There are perks awaiting you right there. Thank you so much. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Remember, you were born to win. But to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good?